0: Welcome to the Ferris Love Podcast, where we share spiritual and practical ideas for how to live family life with a beautiful, self-sacrificing love. This week, we have a QA and a episode with Father Jeff. As a reminder, you can submit your own questions by emailing us at info at ferrisloveshrine.org. This week's question, how can I encourage my child to be open to a celibate vocation? I think the first thing to say about any question about celibacy is that it's a good problem to have. <clears throat> If your question is, how can I help my children become celibate? because you've already overcome a uh, certain reticence that we see in many people these days that on the one hand, there will be people who will say, "Well why, do, why doesn't the church just you know only promote marriage and forget about celibacy?" or <clears throat> there are some who will say celibacy is great, but not for my kids and Saint Jose Maria would say in both of those cases that we have to it's important that we allow God. Right? Ultimately, to be the author, the scriptwriter of of history, especially of our individual histories, and that when you look at Revelation, it's clearly celibacy is clearly part of his plan, and that if anything, celibacy is the new thing. It's the shocker, right? It's the it's the thing that was was not practiced before. So many people, when they approach this problem or when they when the topic comes up. They'll, they'll say things like, well, it's about time that the church allow that for this practice, you know, allow for married priests or something like that. As if somehow it's a new idea or a new possibility that, but in actuality, it's actually celibacy that's the new thing, right? That's the interesting thing. That's the progressive thing. That, that's the thing that wasn't really thought of before. <clears throat> and I think it's, it's very important that we help people to, we help, we help other families also cultivate a love for celibacy. And actually, that's, that's something that's uh, part of, if we sense that s- some of our children have, could, could have this calling, right? I think one thing is to, is to realize that this is one of those areas where the indirect approach <laughs> is probably better than any form of direct approach Again, there's always could be there could there could always be exceptions that prove the rule. But I think the indirect approach, and so the indirect approach means that well, many of the things that you, you're going to do or you could do to help a child see a celibate vocation, <clears throat> it's probably good that you, you do these things with all of your children, right? That because we want all of our children to value celibate vocations, if if not in their own case at least for when they have children right that the thinking of the long term the long term or the long road here and so some of the some of the ideas that i have here that could be could be helpful there's just general principles of course every case is a little bit different but i think the first is just that as we are inviting other people to our home and we end up talking with them about the church when the children are around or when we ourselves are explaining the church to our children, that we do give this emphasis that the church is part of the, it's the family of God, right? And in the family of God, there are spiritual children. And if there's going to be spiritual children, there's a need for spiritual fathers and mothers who spawn those spiritual children. And one of the fruits of celibacy is spiritual children. It's, uh, It's much clearer, you might say, in the case of a celibate person. The second thing that comes to mind is just that it is important to to bring uh, celibate people, if you can, to invite happy celibate people to your home for dinner, and so they can meet your children, so that they can meet your family. And kind of connected with that would just be that, again, if you think one of your children has a vocation to cel- celibacy, it's good at some point to try to introduce that child to a celibate person who could be a kind of mentor or director or that to whom the child could open up. Oftentimes it's going to be a priest. Right? A good priest that you trust. And well, one way of, of course, facilitating that introduction would be to have them over for dinner. And again, if if these if, if a celibate person, now people who are celibate, they're often very busy. They don't have time to Eat a lot out to dinner, but if it's if it's if again, if just celibate people are among the regular guests to your house at dinner, the parish priest the it could be other people that you know from other institutions in the church right that well that just then it helps to create in the image in the imagination of your children right that this is something that's just part of the family of God also just good conversations why again when you have other couples over for dinner or friends of the family are over for dinner right we can never uh, devalue the 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 good that can come out of your children observing conversations that you have with other people other members of the family other friends acquaintances neighbors that oftentimes as you're discussing and maybe so maybe you don't say this directly to your children all the time but as you're just discussing the value of celibacy. Like I could imagine, at a, I see this all happen all the time at cookouts where the question will come up of the reorganization of the parishes, right? We now live in a family of parishes rather than just one parish or there'll be some news item that someone will comment on or someone will speak about of you know the, the, the seminarian who left the seminary because he had to get married. And then the conclusion always is, why don't we just have married priests, right? That'll solve all, as if that will solve all of our problems, right? Whatever are the problems that were listed beforehand. And to have a good response to that, right? Just a normal conversation with other people. That also helps other people to value celibacy, and it helps our children to see the value of, of celibacy. Another thing that can be interesting, and again, this could be for all children, but I think especially celibate, people who see celibacy, that they find themselves in situations where they see the great value of attending to souls. And of course, a classic way of doing this, a classic way of helping people to see this, are these experiences when they're children that that call generosity out of them. That would be the general principle, right? Are there things that we can do with our children that help them to become more generous and some of the traditional ways that we see this happening is through visits to the, making visits to the poor with them or especially visits to the poor where but what's called out of them is some sort of personal interaction with souls. Right? Then service projects, right? short, they don't have to be long, but service projects of some sort can be very helpful for this as well. Because oftentimes in a service project, or in a visit to the poor, or in some encounter where the person has to deal individually with others, right, especially on the level more of the soul, right, it can call out of the child concern for the souls of others, and how it can help the child start reasoning through, or the young person, to start reasoning through, You know, there's a lot of souls to be taken care of here, and they need real care. And in other words, they, re- they need real spiritual fathers and mothers <laughs> right, to take care of them. And potentially, I could do that. And then they, they might draw the conclusion. Potentially, I could do that. I could be that person. And then, maybe just, again, this could be kind of an obvious point, but if we, depending on how we pray together as a family, right, that, that it could be part of our daily in- prayer intentions of our family that we pray for celibate vocations in the church, that we pray for maybe even certain kinds of celibate vocations in the church, and that we, we pray that there be many people who are generous in giving themselves to God in this way, that it just be part of our normal daily or weekly, however we do it in our family, prayer intentions. And then, of course, that that's perhaps the first point, is that... <clears throat> that we have some sort of system put in place of prayer and sacrifice and that we're doing on a regular basis for the vocation of all our children, but maybe also especially for the, voca- the celibate vocation of those children of ours that we, we think could have that calling.